Welcome listeners, I'm Jasmine Zuniga and you are about to listen to Undivided Minds, a podcast designed to feed your mind. Have you ever wondered what it's like to be a college student during a pandemic? Well, tune in to today's episode because Imelda will be interviewing some undergrad students to get some of their insights on the college experience. So if you guys could introduce yourselves and Angel, why don't you go first? Okay, so my name is Angel. I am uh, technically a a junior at UW-Milwaukee. I am a conservation major with a minor in Spanish. My name is Carla. I am a junior at UW-Madison, and I'm double majoring in psychology and neurobiology. Hi, my name is Jasmine. I'm at UW-Whitewater at Rock County. I am a freshman there, and I have not declared a major yet. As I mentioned before, I am a senior, and I'm currently going through the application process. So my first question to you guys is, what was your application process like? Such as, was it stressful? How long did they take you? I want to know your experience. My application process was actually pretty, it went pretty smooth because it was right before COVID hit. So it wasn't stressful because I did the the comment app. So that was pretty quickly and I didn't apply to many schools. And it took me two months to get my stuff together and then actually submit my applications. So it wasn't stressful. Okay, so for me, I feel like it was a little stressful just being a first-generation student. I feel that, like, I didn't even know that you can apply for more than one school, so it kind of took me talking to my counselor and figuring things out. I applied for three different schools, UW-Milwaukee, Platteville, and then was madison I did everything last minute, to be honest, because I had, like, jobs. It kind of just, like, went to the bottom of my list, which wasn't a good thing, so I did everything last minute, which made it a lot more stressful. So it was just, like, a learning curve for me just to figure out what everything was, what it meant. So Carla and Angel, both of you have lived on campus. So can you tell me a little bit about how the process was moving in and moving away from home? Oh boy. Well, it was rough to be completely honest with you. Move-in day was pretty stressful considering that one, we had to get everything into some really old buildings that have no AC. I luckily, my freshman year, I had a, a room in the first floor, so I didn't have to worry about stairs, but it's it was it was a rough transition and it was just hard um obviously it's the first time away from home for a prolonged period of time and you don't know when you're going back and you don't know anyone there i will say this though uh i loved my roommates uh first year i had my a football teammate we got along pretty well granted we were a little bit of polar opposites but being on the football team obviously helps a lot thankfully the same football community lets you expand to other people so my roommate the following year was another one of our close friends so i'm just fortunate to have a a good experience on that side of things i think remember having so many different feelings like i was i was nervous excited terrified just so many different emotions at once the big thing with me like i was a very big part of my family financially and like emotionally so like knowing that i wasn't gonna be there to like be that support that i usually am was like a very different thing for me i definitely cried like my siblings all dropped me off and i remember them all wanting to get in the car like to stay with me for those last couple like like that last hour of like before they left me and yes yeah, so i cried like the entire day because it's just a very hard thing to like be away with you be away from your family it's a very different thing i'm part of co which is center of educational opportunity and it's for like low income first generation students so they definitely made my like transitioning into college and like being more independent a lot easier. It was like a whole group of us and we all kind of like gone through the same thing of like not having money. So it's a very different thing. And it was very easy to like kind of transition because of that group. That's good. 
So Angel, I know that you transferred, so if you could tell us your transferring experience and why you transferred. Sure. Well, the transferring was actually quite easy. Unfortunately, I didn't have a chance to be on campus for Milwaukee because of COVID and everything. But as far as deciding to leave and all of that, it was pretty straightforward. You fill out a transferring application to whatever school you want to go to. Uh, for me, it was Milwaukee. And from there, depending on the institute, they either give you really good directions of what to do or they walk you through everything. And thankfully, I had a little bit of both, as well as support from my academic advisor and professors from Ripon. Yeah, it was pretty straightforward and quite exciting, I guess. So after moving in, how was like your first couple classes and also the difference in like workloads between like high school and now? Okay. I found that my freshman, honestly, both years there, the vibe was really kind of like high school. And because it was a private college and every, the, the professors are really dedicated to their students and they're, they really work with you and care about you, I felt like it was a lot like high school, but if you were to take like AP classes. So obviously the college difficulty is there, but I feel like a lot of it is guided. And I felt like for me personally, that was not the right approach because it kind of made me lazy. It kind of made me feel like, well... This professor is nice and they understand. And so I, I don't, I don't, I'll just hold off on turning that in because they'll let us submit it late anyway. So that was something I wanted to address with transferring because I wanted to make sure I was being held accountable for things and not let my grades slide so much. In regards to like workload, I feel like it was a huge difference for me coming from a small town. Like I had classes that had like three students in it. So you had a very close connection with like the teacher and they would help you out. Like if you need something, like they were just right there. But when you have a class of over like 300 students, you can't necessarily like, you don't really have that connection. Like you're more of just like, they say like, you're just a number, you're not a person to them. So that was like a huge thing to get used to. I just stress that it's important to reach out for help if you need it because they do have the resources. At the time coming from a high school, I was like, I can do everything myself. I don't need help, which really like backfired later on, later on. Cause like I was taking calculus and I had no idea what I was doing. And being like a 4.0 student, I went from like, getting like a C on a test and I like freaked out because it was just really hard for me. Same with like homework. I, I feel like even now, like during COVID, I am doing homework or like classwork from the, like the time I wake up until the time I go to bed. Like it just feels like so much. And I don't know if that's because I'm a double major or what it is, but it just, it feels like a lot more. So I've just gone through my first semester of freshman college. And I would like to say that it's, it's not as stressful as it as people make it seem it's just that you're you have more responsibilities but yeah it's pretty much high school you just have to kind of manage your time correctly so what was like your experience in meeting other students like making friends and just being in a new environment overall i made friends with professors and oh, that's one of them you know. yeah i mean i made friends with professors and yeah. i found well one of the girls going to that school with me, she found out who was in her classes and apparently I was in like two of her classes. So she kind of like forced the friendship. So that kind of helped. For me, it was, uh, well, like I said, I, being on the football, football. team, uh, that kind of, I guess that forces relationships in itself because you spend like a month before school actually starts with these same people. And being on campus with just sports, obviously you don't get to do much. You don't get to interact in a school environment. So it's really just kind of like a summer camp. And obviously that becomes your center core. So when school starts, you already have a nice little foundation of people you know. So you walk around the campus and you're like, hey, there's what's his face. And there's this other guy. Oh, sweet. You're in my class. And kind of just goes on from there. 
However, my following year, once I stopped doing football, it was a little harder because I was the only environmental science major kind of guy that was on the football team. So second year, obviously, you're out of beginning classes and you're focusing more towards that goal and not having a specific building because it's not really an assigned major there. Everyone else was a sports management and making friends outside of your specific little group is a little harder. And me at Milwaukee, it's going to be a lot harder because, well, one, we're not there. And to kind of like email someone like, hey, you want a video chat? Hang out? And that's it's a weird thing to do. Obviously, being the introverts that we are, that's not necessarily an easy thing to do. But yeah, it's a, it's a challenge. And I feel like we've all gone through that, moving to each level of schools from like elementary school to middle school to high school. But it's fun. It's a, it's interesting. Okay, so I chose Madison because I thought it would force me to like kind of talk to people, but I'm realizing like being in a class with 350 people, I can easily hide in the back and not talk to anybody, which is exactly what I did and I regret it freshman year and sophomore year. But I have no I have no friends, which I wish it wasn't that way. Like I wish I was a little bit more outgoing, but I'm not. So like when you go to a class, there's 350 people in there and I feel like every time you go to that class there's you find somebody new or you're sitting next to somebody new so there's like no like consistency or repetition to like where you can be like hey like you sat next to me like yesterday we should like hang out or something like that because you're always talking to somebody like you're always seeing somebody else in the class it's just it's it's harder to make friends that way I'm an introvert so like I I'm not usually the one that's like hey do you want to hang out or like what's your snapchat let's like talk but like I need people to come to me which didn't happen very often I guess like one friend that I do have we had a biology class together my freshman year and we somehow added each other like through a Facebook group so it turns out we had the same class and that's how we kind of like talked a little bit more and then there was also something called an org fair at Madison which is like like kind of of career fair except it's for like clubs so we went to that together and I honestly did not say one word to her because I'm very quiet and actually just took that one time and we went to discussion sections and I finally asked her like do you want to have like dinner with me and we had deep conversation ever into this day like three years later now we're like really close friends like she's the person that I go to to like vent about classes because she's going through like the same thing as me so I know I don't have a lot of friends but I have that one friend and I'd be happy to leave college just with her like you meet a lot of new people one thing I have to say too is like being a freshman it's really it's a lot easier to make friends and build connections when you're in a club so doing that org fair was very helpful to me also like i said earlier i'm part of co which is low-income like first generation students and i think realizing that you're like not alone in the whole transition is very helpful throughout the entire like college experience moving on to a different subject we i want to talk a little bit about parties that you have on campus or anything at ripon it was pretty crazy for being such a small campus well, for starters, through my time there, the jewel pandemic hit. That was a huge thing. There was, you could see cards everywhere, but you can just see like little tiny green cards everywhere, just tossed everywhere. The parties would be filled with a bunch of smoke, gas or whatever. I don't know how they work. I, I, hate, I hate the idea of sucking a flash drive. I think the biggest thing was just beer. Underage drinking. The biggest thing being in a little town was beer. 
I mean, I, I went to a few parties my freshman year. You get invited, you go in, there would be LED lights changing color and stuff and whatnot. And then there'd be the bar in the back and then somebody on the Oxford and yeah, everyone's drinking. Obviously before the pandemic, everyone was just bodied together. And I don't know where you'd see someone pull out a jewel and then share it with the person they're with. And then they share it with some random dude that's drunk. Next thing you know, it's just a big cloud of smoke on top and not a good time. I know that UW-Madison is known for their parties. I guess I've gone to a couple parties, like, in an apartment. It's been more, like, low-key. Like, honestly, like, there's the LED lights, lots of jeweling. And it's a lot of underage drinking that you run into. I think that, like, if I had to say anything, it's just, like, to watch out. And if you're going to go to a party, I would bring a friend with you. Just make sure you have somebody kind of, like, watching you. You guys could, like, come up with, like, a plan to, like, watch each other. Just, like, be safe. Just kind of, like, watch out for your friends and stuff like that. And I know, like, I feel like partying is kind of, like, pushed on you. It's almost like you're kind of, like, peer pressured into it. Like, you're only living your college experience if you're partying. But that's not, that's not true. You can find other things, like, on campus to do that can be just as fun. So I took an abnormal psychology class and what we focus on is mental illnesses and we did talk about substance abuse within like the college like population and it is very high i forget the what the number is i'm sure imelda can look it up and probably put it in her podcast i did do some research and according to the addiction center approximately 80 percent of u.s college students have abused alcohol and in a study done in 2018 it stated that 20 percent of males and 8 percent of females in college develop a lifetime diagnosis of alcohol use disorder also 50 percent of males and 40 percent of females in college regularly engaged in binge drinking obviously this year and 2020 these statistics are probably drastically different because most campuses are still closed due to covid now back to carla you just need to be very aware of the consequences if you like drink all the time it can be scary it like seriously like messes with your brain like changes the functioning it's a scary thing so just like have fun but like be careful I probably sound like a mom, but like, that's mine. No, girl. No, that is a, that is a very good point. We can't finish until we discuss how COVID-19 has changed things. So what is your school doing? Obviously, when I transferred in, I, there was a lot of surveys and stuff like that to fill out saying, okay, you understand COVID and you understand what's going on. Keep safe, keep your distance, blah, blah, blah. But when they offer in-person, partly in-person or fully online. And obviously for me being a commuter and having to stay home, um, that works out in my favor. But I know people who take classes that require in-person stuff like labs and things like that, it becomes a real challenge. And I feel like, at least in my case, and at my institution, they're doing a pretty good job of acknowledging the needs of specific students and things like that. Now that like we're about a year in, I feel like like they're doing as much as they can. So right now we have to be tested two times a week and we've opened up a whole bunch of testing sites. I actually just got hired as a medical assistant to help with COVID testing. Um, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of like sites that people can go to and it's free for students. There's also an app, it's called Safer Badgers app. And what it does is it kind of like alerts you if you've been around somebody who has COVID based on like, because we entered in all the like COVID testing results onto that app. It doesn't tell you who for confidentiality, but it just lets you know like you're within 11 feet of somebody who has COVID or has symptoms. In order to get into like any of the buildings, you have to like get scanned in, which will like, and that it's, it's on the app and it tells them if you had COVID or not, like within that time period, if you should be quarantining. Uh, my classes 
Mine all happen to be online. The other thing too is that teachers, I feel like with like coursework, they think that you have a lot more free time since you're at home. So they'll like extend their like 50 minute lecture to like two hours. So I'm sitting there like for an extra hour trying to like catch up on my work. Yeah. I can't relate to that portion. Well, then again, I'm taking beginner classes. I'm lucky. Sticking with what COVID caused, I know my school, I believe, closed the second week of March or something like that. So when did your schools close? I don't remember. I, I think it was March yeah. that we all, like, closed down. Yeah. It was such a weird thing because we were on spring break. Yes. Like, and I was like, we're going to go back. And I was like, excited because I was like, wait, we probably have, like, one more week left of spring break. But really, just we never went back that semester. Lastly, do you have any advice you would like to give to future college students? I guess my advice to future college students is, I mean, firstly, find a place that's home. Make sure you do your research and really figure out where that place is going to be. And don't just go because you feel like it's it works out better for you. You're already going to invest in this. Make Might as well make it worth your time. Also, apply for scholarships. That's a big one. Big one. Uh, you can never apply for too many. And even if they say no, at least you took the time to try to get some money. And do not skip. I can't stress enough. I, I did that a lot. And it's really hard to catch up. I guess, like, one thing for me is that sometimes it's hard to find motivation. It can be so overwhelming and a lot of work and you want to give up, but it's a good idea to like identify what your motivation is. For me, it's my siblings and like being a role model. So that's kind of my motivation. Another thing too is like kind of like looking at that end goal. It's like making me work harder and realizing that like all those difficult days are like worth it. Like just got to push through it. Another thing I would say is mental health is very important. Like, I'm yeah. sure many resources on campus that will help you with your mental health. It took me a while to get help, but, like, I've been going to therapy on campus, and it's really helped me a lot. Yeah, just mental health is very, very important. Don't push that aside. Another thing, reach out for help. Like, my freshman year, I was like, I don't need help. Like, I'm not going to reach out for help. You know, I was struggling, but I can do it myself. But use those resources on campus because you're paying for them. Yeah, pretty much it. Yeah, communicating with your professors is like good advice to take too because professors are humans too and they're going to understand. Okay, well, thank you all for participating. We never really get the chance to talk to students already in college and have them tell us their experiences. These tips will truly help me and I hope it will help many others. Now know that all college experiences can be completely different. It's just up to you to know what will be best for you. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in to Undivided Minds today. I hope you enjoy today's debriefing of the college experience. Make sure to share us with an aunt, brother, or even a friend. You can find more information about today's episode and more on our website at y2y4c.com. That's y2y4c.com.